from the get-go, right out the gun today, Alex Berenson over on Twitter. One mistake and we'll kill you, Twitter. It's in Rumble. Is working on a thread. Uh, now, this is... I'm going to respond to the Biden regime's demand now that the Veteran Affairs, the VA, will instruct all of its medical personnel, which I believe I heard the number yesterday was 118,000. A country that has a veteran's medical care system that has more people working in it and at it than the average size of of a middle American city is a government that has too large of an army and fights too many undeclared unjust wars and places across the planet. 118,000 Regime leader Biden said they all will uh, have to get the Pfizer or the Moderna double jab or they won't be allowed to work for the government anymore. Andy McCarthy then comes out with a piece in National Review Online, the prosecutor of the Blind Shake and former friend of the Mike Church show and uh, the Sirius XM day saying the courts are going to uphold these vaccine mandates And they should because, and this is why. Um, Now, McCarthy is proceeding from the point of view that the vaccine mandates issued by the University of Indiana, for example, are vaccines. If they're not a vaccine, then wouldn't anything that We go along with a, for public health purposes, of a vaccine requirement or mandate. Wouldn't that kind of negate it? Put another way, if what they're calling the vaccine isn't anything more than a treatment How can you legally demand or mandate that someone someone receive it? Can you mandate that someone take bare aspirin? Can you mandate that someone take Robitussin for the cough that they're coming to the office with? Can you mandate, can you force someone? I'm talking about a specific brand or a pair of brands of things. Can you mandate that they take Luden's cough drops before they get on the elevator to go to the sixth floor today? If what we're talking about, again, is not a vaccine, but is instead what this is under emergency use authorization, EUA is a gene therapy then McCarthy is wrong. It shouldn't hold up in court. Matter of fact, it probably shouldn't even get to court. This is from uh, the 
And McCarthy says, expect state and federal employee vaccine mandates to stand. And when I saw the headline, I went, why? <laughs> Under what? Now, McCarthy's reasoning is telling. You know what his reasoning is? Well, the judge is correct. The Indiana University of the Quavi. State-run entity. I'm going like, how? <laughs> well, if they apparently, and this is why Hillsdale, and it used to be the Christendom College and a few others across the United States, will not accept student loans, Pell Grants or anything else in the form of a loan that comes from the federalities because they always put strings on it. Uh, so now any entity that's accepting government money. Now, here's an interesting one. And this is just me uh, thinking and talking about this. Um, what if accepting government funds is as simple as allowing the death jab to be given on your campus. This is why I keep asking the question every time we talk about the fake vaccine, the corona death jab, why I keep asking the question and why I ask people, do you know who paid for that? Daughter number one told me on Sunday when we were having uh, dinner uh, when she went and got the death jab. I said, well, how did you get it? Who paid for it? She goes, uh, well, you had to make an appointment at a CVS, but you just kind of showed up and signed in, and they gave it to you. Didn't, no, no one paid for it. I'm like, oh, someone paid for it. <laughs> someone paid for it. Now, using McCarthy's definition here, Judge Damon Lichty, or Lichty, a Trump appointee reason, that the University of Indiana, which is public, is thereby an arm of the state. This is significant because it puts the university vis-a-vis -vis its students in a position analogous to a public agency vis-a-vis -vis its employees. If Judge Lakety is correct that the university has the discretion to impose a vaccine mandate, notwithstanding the students' recognized interest in, bodily, uh, interest in bodily integrity and medical privacy, it follows that government agencies would have it as well. And then he gives his reasoning based upon something called the old Jacobson uh, versus Massachusetts camp, uh, which upheld a smallpox vaccine mandate under which those who refused to comply were fined five bucks, about $140 in today's dollars, finding that states have a critical interest in protecting the public from potentially deadly infectious diseases. Now, all of this is then predicated upon the actual effectiveness of the treatment. Or the vaccine. Because to imply that you have the right to mandate that someone takes it is, 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 because we have to do it for public safety purposes, is implying that the vaccine is going to remove, completely remove the threat. But we know that that's not happening. That's just not the case. It's not the way it's working. The death jab, if anything, is making people sick. Yesterday, world-renowned cardiologist Dr. Uh, Peter McCullough was on this show. I asked him, is this a vaccine? He said, no. 
Not as classically defined. It's not a vaccine. He even said the vaccine is over. It's a, whatever effectiveness it had as a therapy or as a treatment is done. Why? Because Corona Doom 1.0 is over. Then we have this. This is interesting here from Alex Berenson on Twitter. Under the titles of, oh, all right, wait a minute, wait a minute, wait a minute. Hold on a second here, folks. What if they're not vaccines? And he says, I don't mean in the Alex Jones conspiracy sense. I don't like them putting chemicals in the water that turn the freaking frogs gay. Do you understand that? Turn, turn the, the freaking frogs gay. Oh, crap. Frogs, freaking frogs, it's not funny. I'm going to say it real slow for you. Frogs. So, uh, Berenson continues. I, I don't mean in the Alex Jones conspiracy sense. I mean legally. If they're therapeutics, no one can be forced to take them. Not without an, not without an individual court order and finding of incompetency. And these mRNAs look less like vaccines every day. They don't act mechanistically like other vaccines. They don't confer lifetime or long-term immunity like nearly all other vaccines. They don't appear to reduce transmission significantly not like all, nearly all other vaccines. At best, they reduce disease severity. Again, it's a glorified robitussin. It's a, it's a glorified Vicks Vapor Rub. Except if you rub Vapor Rub on your chest or on the upper parts of your tummy, uh, you're probably not going to come down with myocarditis. You're probably not going to get some semblance of ALS or Parkinson's disease either. As many people are now reporting and they're stuck with it, it seems. At best, they reduce severity. That's what therapeutics do. So how are they legally vaccines? Because they use your immune system to attack disease. That's how half of new cancer drugs work. And if they're not vaccines, you don't ever have to take them is the takeaway. Against medical advice, it's a thing. Somewhere there's a lawyer good enough to make this argument, argument is a judge brave enough to hear it. So that's where we're at now. We are at you will kill or be killed point. We are at level number six of nine of genocide. And now we have forced therapy that's putting hundreds of thousands of people in hospitals for various maladies and diseases, there is. What did Dr. McCullough also tell us yesterday? The damage being done to young, to young people's hearts that get the myocarditis or other uh, 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 cardiac symptoms from the death jab seems to be irreversible. That the damage does not go away. It's not short term. It seems like it is permanent. And then we have this just out today by Colin Todd Hunter at Off-Guardian. Urgent plea by doctors to India's prime minister. Halt rollout of COVID-19 vaccines now. 
Indian Doctors for Truth have written to Prime Minister Narendra Modi or Modi, stressing the importance of an urgent need to stop the overzealous universal vaccination drive against COVID-19. By the by, Dr. Newt Witkowski, over a year ago, predicted that if any uh, uh, any of the countries participated in lockdowns, that if they undertook mass, quote, vaccine or vaccination campaigns, close quote, that they would put their, uh, their populations at risk for all other variants and maladies, flu-like, influenza-like illness, diseases. And that's exactly what's happened. You know, right across the street from here, the St. Tammany Parish Office Complex, where Mordor on the Bogafolaya River sits right across the way there. You know that the, the parish president here in this parish yesterday issued a mandate saying that the Corona Doom lockdown is partially back on in this parish. Why? Because we got nine people in the hospital. Nine! I'm not exactly miniature plays or that. I'm not exact. We have nine people, nine cases. And it's time for the government to panic. Are you, hey, Mike Cooper, you doom cough, you idiot. Are you insinuating that the nine people in the, in the hospital that had the, uh, the Delta doom? What's that virus you made bloom? The Delta doom scaring. Are you insinuating that they got it at a government building? Are you insinuating that bureaucrats are more likely to have it and to spread it? We also have, Maggie, where'd you hear the uh, report that here's how they goosed the Corona Doom Delta scariant numbers in the UK. You know what they did? Patients people, general people went to the hospital for some ailment, whatever. Once they were admitted into the hospital, they tested them for corona, and they tested positive, and then they changed their admittance form to say that they were there because of the COVID. Where, where do we find this at? What story? Uh, uh, in, in any event, what she just told you, this is, ladies and gentlemen, this is deception. This is not a reverse deception that Greg Carpenter would say. This is just a straight-up deception. It's at zerohedge.com. Um, uh, this is basically a bait and switch. This is, look at all these people that are now in the hospitals for Corona Doom, well, Delta Doom Scariant. Uh, Delta Doom Scariant? Yes, there are thousands and thousands and thousands of them in the hospital with Delta Doom scaring. And they are overwhelming the medical system. Uh, I don't see any overwhelmed medical systems. So if you click the story, majority of hospitalized COVID patients in UK only tested positive after they were admitted. By the way, we keep hearing now. And now the CDC is out there and all the talking heads or all the liars are out there going like, uh, yeah, we're sorry that we were using the PCR test. Yeah, it doesn't measure corona doom. It just kind of measures, I don't know, minor head colds and like stuff. Can't tell the difference between influenza or corona doom. 
the PCR. Well, why are they still using it, ruining people's lives, making athletes sit out of competitions and what have you here? Well, I got to tell you, I'm not a fan of tort lawsuits, but there's a couple of trillion dollars worth of tort lawsuits just floating around out there. Mike Church show here on the Crusade channel on our opening hour on a Tuesday. Our Crusader Stadium chat room is the place to be today. Everything that we're talking about right now is already posted in the chat room, so you can read it, share it with your friends and family, and do whatever the, uh, else you'd like to do with it. Over Here's the story. Over half of those hospitalized with the corona doom in the U.K. only tested positive after admission, suggesting that vast numbers are being classified as hospitalized by covid when they were admitted with other ailments. Now, I have a question. If your campaign and your drive to scare the bejesus belt out of all the citizens under your care is this desperate, what's the motivation for this? What is the motivation for governments to be out there telling uh, what what uh, are seemingly private institutions that is in hospitals how to rig the reporting of the numbers so it appears things are worse than they are. Off-cited statistics published daily may far overstate COVID hospitalizations and consequently pressures on the National Health Service. The leaked data covering all NH trusts in England show that as of last Thursday, just 44% of patients classified as being hospitalized with the corona doom had tested positive by the time they were admitted. So that means a majority, 56%, were not tested for the corona doom, were not admitted for the corona doom. They were admitted for hangnails, heart attacks, strokes, cancer, etc., etc. It was only afterwards, oh, hey, while you're here, citizen of the UK, let's give you a corona doom test and see if you're going to kill all of us. Then and only then did they get tested. Now, some, some people may go, miniature plays, what's the point? Well, this is an easy one to figure out. What's the point? Those people didn't go to the hospital because they had ILI, influenza-like illnesses. They went because they had hangnails. They went because they had broken arms. Yet it is presented in the industrial media complex, media uh, outlets. It is presented, look at all the people that are checking into hospitals for the corona doom. Uh, actually, no, that's a complete and total misrepresentation. Breaking it down, out of more than 780 hospitalizations dated last Thursday, only 44% tested positive within 14 days prior to admission. Well, 43% tested positive within two days of admission. And 13% tested positive in the days and weeks that followed. including those likely to have caught the virus in the hospital. This web gets tickled, uh, tangled, and mangled 
The more we look at it. Experts said the high number of cases being detected belatedly at a time when PCR tests were widely available suggested many such patients had been admitted for other reasons. This needs to be fixed as a matter of urgency, said Professor Carl Hennigan, director of the Center for Evidence-Based Medicine at the University of Oxford. <laughs> I didn't get a hole out of that guy. <laughs> Nearly 18 months into the corona doom, it is absurd that data breaking down hospital admissions still isn't publicly uh, available on a regular basis. No, also, also, when you really need the data, you can't get it. They won't release it. Why? Because the Rockefeller Foundation, Rothschild, Illuminati, whoever the hell else is behind the cabal, cannot have the actual truth come out that there never has been a pan shamdemic. Counting all patients who test positive as COVID hospitalizations is inevitably misleading and gives a false picture of the continuing health impact of the virus. By the by, where are the death scrolls? I asked this question yesterday. There's no death scroll, even on the Clinton News Network and Fox News. Those scaremongering jerks. Uh, MSNBC doesn't have a death scroll anymore. CBS doesn't have a death scroll. You know what they now have? They have a, we have a case scroll. Even though, as I pointed out several times in the last week and over the last year, a case requires three things. These people only get one of the three, and it's dubious to assert that they even get the one. If, and, and the story continues, if hospitalizations from COVID are a key determinant of how concerned we should be and how quickly restrictions should be lifted, it's important that the data is not presented in a way that could lead to the wrong conclusions being joined, being drawn, said Greg Clark, the chairman of Commons Finance and Technology Select Committee. It creates an impression that all these people are going into the hospital with the corona doom. And that simply is not the case. People are worried and scared and not really understanding the true picture. That is what I find despicable, one NHS data expert told the Telegraph Times. Wonder how many U.S. COVID hospitalizations were only diagnosed past or post-admission? Keeping in mind, of course, that U.S. hospitals are paid more for COVID patients under the CARES Act. So you would admit a minute, uh, hey, call for me. <laughs> oh, yeah, you're sick. You got the flu. Follow the money. It's always <laughs> yeah. about money. Right. Uh, let me look into your eyes with my little light. Oh, yeah. You definitely got Corona Doom eyes. I'm checking you got snake eyes, Corona Doom. I'm checking you in as COVID. No, no dude, Doc, I'm not here because I have any problem breathing or anything. Shut up and stick the apple in his mouth. Now, why do we keep bringing this up? Somebody asked me yesterday, don't you think that listeners and people around the world have corona doom fatigue? I said, I don't think. I know that they have it. But, dude, the crisis is not, oh, look, the scam to take over the world and do whatever the hell else the demons are attempting to do through the corona doom. It's not over. You can't just walk away. You can't just throw your sword down and go, I, I don't want to play a game anymore. I'm leaving. 